All righty, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for your late, out-of-date Royal Rumble review. Uh, I must continue with commentary on women's Royal Rumble uh, simply for comedic purposes. Oh, this thing went on 56 minutes, so I had to say more than that. Sasha Banks comes out in a Sailor Moon outfit. I don't even know what anime is, but I even recognize this is a Sailor Moon outfit. So she is ripe for the uh, for the incels to masturbate to. Um, so there you go. They bring out Kelly Kelly, who they only had in there for three minutes, and. I don't think she hurt anybody but or herself, but if she was in there any longer, she probably would have. Kelly Kelly definitely eye candy. They should have somebody like that for like a valet. But she absolutely looks brutal. She looks less less athletic than any any person ever that's ever been in the ring. This Kelly Kelly person. And then they bring this this Tamina person who's just like a the daughter of Jimmy Snooker who, you know, killed somebody, but they uh, somehow they keep her around for I don't know why. She's terrible. She looks terrible. Uh, she looks like a man. Well, she's not a man, but she looks like a man. I guess that's all right. Whatever. We have that type of heel character with all these women showing up in their, you know, TNA flashing all over. But they don't even do that, really. They They have very few of them that, Kind of dress provocatively. Uh, Sasha Banks is one of them, and she's she's this tiny little petite with no sign of a tit. Uh, so not my <clears throat> not my cup of tea there. Um, also very annoying person. Aaliyah, they bring this person in now. Oh, hello, Aaliyah's got uh, something. Oh God! And here's Liv Morgan. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get Liv Morgan. They tried to make her a lesbian for like five minutes, and it was just not good. I mean, nobody, nobody's interested, even when you're trying to be like a sexy lesbian person that probably says something. Like, no thanks. No, you're not good. Oh, this is all jokes, guys. This is all jokes. And Liv Morgan eliminates, is trying to eliminate Sasha Banks here, then... With the help of this monster Tamina, I guess that's what the thing is. They gotta have to make her like a monster because women's wrestling has to be just like the men. Hello. So here you have Tamina, who's really just disgusting, just really bad, not good at all. But Elia here, oh my goodness! You know you can always win with a like a Latina broad. Kind of covers all the bases, you know. Some people are like, oh, they don't like white women. They have too many white women, or whatever. Oh, we have our first point towards the sign by Liv Morgan. I, again, I don't get it. Uh, just an airhead looking broad. Not even, you know, just kind of nothing's, nothing's working. She's not putting it together. I don't get it. I mean, she's definitely female, but I don't get it. But anyway, this Aaliyah broad, that the Latina is like, nobody can look at a Latina and go, I don't, I don't know, thanks, you know. 
We have a white woman, they might say, oh, there's too many white women or whatever, and I might make up a tea. Same with the black one, of course. They might go, okay, she's all right, but not, not my cup of tea. Speaking of uh, Latinas now, we have, we have Queen Zelina, um, wife of Alistair Black. Uh, my compliments, Mr. Black, my compliments. Well done. Um, She's very small, but she like moves around a lot. But she's got definitely a nice ass. Uh, I'm just gonna write this one on physical attractiveness, nothing else, because that's basically what wrestling should be. Um, basically, it's an attraction. You know, it's 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 fair to do with the men too. Quite frankly, you look like you're gonna kick somebody's ass out there if you look good. And that's what you should be. Women is different, you know. I think I think it's an attraction. No one, is, no one wants to see like these she hulks out there beating the shit out of each other. Nobody wants that. Like, why would I watch that? Well, I just watch the men. So Queen Zelina eliminates Sasha Banks. Interesting. One piece of ass eliminating another. I don't think they like Sasha Banks because she doesn't want to take the COVID tests or whatever. And she'll be back. I didn't leave it in very long, though. So, whatever. I say that Aaliyah's really got something, I'm telling you. You know, we put her right next to Liv Morgan, and it's like one of these things is not like the other. I don't know if it's like not manly or, but just it's not there. It's not there. Also, I think she banged, uh, she banged Enzo. So, that's really, um, that's really uh, affecting my opinion, quite frankly. Now we have Bianca Belair, who's like, I guess, uh, here's what you want when you want, if you want like women's wrestling to be legitimate, you have somebody like this. She's not really even an ugly person at all. She's like fine, completely fine. Oh, very athletic. African-American woman. She was like a track star, I think. So she could do like, Ten times. This is the problem, though. She can do, like, all these moves and stuff, and she's very athletic, and none of these other broads can do it. So she's kind of by herself. But, you know, she does it herself, and, you know, she's got that going for her, which is nice, and people, people seem to like her, so. Well, she's out there basically wrestling like a dude, and all the other ones are, like, botching all over the place. That's the problem. Get, get Liv Morgan out of there. God damn it. No, she doesn't. Oh, and here comes Dana Brooke. Uh, why this woman is still here, I don't know. There's your their just prototypical 1990s uh, worthless wrestler. They just made these a dime a dozen, these blondes. They bring them out there. They got fake tits, only she's not really tall, and she can't wrestle at all. So it's just not even, what. what is the point? Dana Brooke is just... Bad. And she's got pants that are not fitting. She's wearing like pants and they don't fit. Just you put the butt floss on like everybody else does. That's the only reason you're out here is so people can look at you. Dave Batista, of course, tried to hit on her on Twitter. I don't know if that was a work or what. She's just awful. Yeah, wonderful drop kick by oh, great. She's terrible. Undertaker's wife, Michelle McCool, comes out. Uh, she looks good. That's all I gotta say. Good job. Uh, my compliments on Mr. Undertaker with his uh, 
with his uh, tall Texas woman. Tall, blonde Texas woman. Very, very nice. Well, she just did a Styles Clash. Michelle McCool just did a Styles Clash on somebody. What the hell was that? And she got rid of Dana Brooke and everybody applauds because she sucks. And there comes a lesbian, open lesbian, Sonia Deville. So she has to dress like a lesbian. Everybody, hey guys, did you know I'm a lesbian? So she wore like a, basically a pride flag outfit a couple of years ago. Hey everybody, did you know that I'm a lesbian? Okay, fantastic. I'd also like to say that uh, Dana Brooke got thrown out of the ring and she landed on top of her manservant, Reggie, but nobody cared. And, and Reggie just places her back up in the ring and there was literally zero reaction from the crowd. Nobody could give a shit. Nobody gives a shit about Dana Brooke. And then immediately Michelle McGool just tosses her out of the ring. So Sonia Deville, the authority figure, it's perfect, like a girl boss, like a HR person. So Sonia Deville is basically your lesbian HR person. She's like, uh, they literally put her on the gen general manager position, so she literally is like a, a bull dyke uh, HR, you know, uh, authoritarian uh, bully, whatever you have it. So that's what she does. Only it's weird because she like picks on the black women uh, on the show. So anyway, there she does. She sits on commentary rather than go in the ring because the rules don't apply to, to her. It's a nice touch. I'd like to re reiterate how Liv Morgan does nothing for me. Um, the Brigadier Natalia, who's an old dog, she's been around for fucking 10 years minimum, probably a dozen years. Um, you know, this is what the Hart family has come to. She still uses Bret Hart's theme song. It's basically wrestling now. It's Everything is nostalgia, cosplay. Look, I'm the female Bret Hart. You know, this gimmick has been going on for a dozen years and nobody cares. She married a, a gay man, I think, who's, like, still employed with WWE. Now she said they're farting around with Liv Morgan, who's just... I just, there's nothing there. There's just nothing there. Liv Morgan, you, know, you look at her and you think, oh, God, she's kind of hot, but no. You put it all together and it's just, she looks like she's got the thousand cock stare, you know what I mean? It looks like her body count is in the triple digits. I don't know if that's fair. It probably isn't. But just what she looks like. And she did fuck Enzo, so if you bang Enzo, you know, you deserve all the shit you should get. So just look at fucking Enzo. You know what I mean? You know, I should just call this the total misogynist guide to the Women's Royal Rumble. That's more, more apropos. Now we have something called Cameron. Oh, yeah. This is uh, one of the Funkadact. Till she comes back and literally just starts twerking, shaking her ass. She's got the, you know, the, the floss up her butt like all, all of them do. So that's basically her role. She was like a... The gimmick is like a female cheerleader, and she does the twerking and the ass shaking, and probably can't wrestle or whatever. But you know, whatever, who cares? So, so the HR lesbian, after finding out that the Cameron is friends with uh, the other black woman on the show, the HR lesbian comes in and just beats her up, just beats her to a pulp, and she goes just pounding her, and then I think she's gonna throw her out here.
So none of the girls are strong enough to like throw them over the top rope. So they just have to like gently lift them and set them down over the top rope. And then the woman being thrown out can't resist because otherwise nobody would ever get eliminated. So they gently lift them up and throw them over the top rope and then they like kick them in the belly. And then they just jump off voluntarily. So it's all fucking stupid. That's why this thing is dumb. They shouldn't even have a women's Royal Rumble. Uh, if you're going to have it, make it about 15 or 20 women because this is just a fucking waste of time. So here comes Naomi, who's the friend of Cameron. They were the pterodactyls. They came out with a, a big fat black dude who uh, is now on Fox News, or he was on Fox News. They were his cheerleaders or whatever. But Naomi was, has been a solo act now for a long time. So she comes in and tries to beat up the, the lesbian HR woman and get his get her comeuppance. Right, so she throws throws the lesbian kind of over the top rope and but then she just has to stand there and wait for her to kick her so she can get out because again they're not none of them are strong enough to throw somebody over the top rope. Carmela enters. Carmela is speaking of body count, she um <clears throat> is a home wrecker. She she banged Corey Graves, who's the weirdo tattooed announcer. Um, he was a smart ass, so she is a home wrecker, banged him. Uh, she was banging Cass. Uh, God, she's got to have multiple high double digits in the body count easily. Um, she looked like a whore, dresses like a whore, was a Laker cheerleader. So, you know, how do you think you get that job in, in, in L.A.? You know, there's some... Harvey Weinstein action for sure going on, if not player interaction. So it's just a mess with her. It's just a fucking mess. Her face looks like she's multiple plastic surgeries. Huge, obviously fake tits that don't go along with her body at all. This is like, this is like a 90s level ridiculous fake tits. So yeah, she's a complete fucking mess. And then we have Rhea Ripley, who's, um, I don't know what they're trying to do with this. I've heard Rhea Ripley wants to be more feminine, but they make her into this, like, monster. Her hair's cut short. She wears, like, leather straps and shit, so it's like, I don't know where you're going with this. Which is huge. Uh, just huge shoulders, just really wide shoulders, but... I've heard some people say she's attractive, but I don't, I fail to see that. I mean, I guess if you like, I don't know, she wants to be uh, feminine, so I guess that's good, but they make her out to be a total dude, so it sucks. I will say that unlike Tamina, uh, she does look like, you know, if you cut her head off, she looks like a broad at least. She does have the wide shoulders, which is a little, a little odd. But she is definitely a, just a large female. So, like Amazon-type person. But, of course, they went with... Uh, the only thing that they do in the NXT is they make everybody into these leather rocker characters. You know, you're Tony, everybody's like a Tony Storm and person like that. So, anyway. They, I mean, she wears makeup and stuff, so it's not it's not even like a... It's not even like a, she's not disgusting looking, you know, like like Charlotte Flair is disgusting looking because they've botched her so badly and she's like a total, just like a 
flat ass. And she, at least this broad has an ass to her. You could tell that she's got an ass. You know, maybe if they dolled her up a little bit, she could look like a woman. But Charlotte Flair is just hideous. Speaking of Charlotte Flair, that's, that's who's the next contestant here on The Price is Right. Come on down and, you know, look foolish. The daughter of Ric Flair. Um, just fucking hideous. Just terrible. She's hit the wall. I think she's 30 some years old. She's banging some dude in AEW called Andrade. What they've placed, they got to keep her because she's only one of the five women that can actually wrestle on this roster. Terrible fake tits. She actually was out for a while because they fucked up her boob job. No sign of an ass. Just terrible flat man ass. Awful. Awful. And she's tall too. It's like She looks like a total transvestite. It's, it's just ridiculous. So Liv Morgan and uh, Charlotte Flair trading blows. It's like one pasty white, you know, kind of disgusting broad after the other. I know they bring out Ivory, who's like legitimately 60 years old. She was in right to center. She's in her right to censor gimmick. She's going to like yell at these broads whether they're not women or whatever. And then somebody's going to throw her out. So Ivory was actually kind of hot during the day and uh, could actually wrestle. So that's like the perfect woman's wrestler there. She's, uh, you know... This is an attraction. This, this is not a serious thing. Women's wrestling is an attraction. So you need to have... But it's just like the men. If, even if you want women to be, like, legitimate or whatever, at least they, they have to have... They can't have these she-hulks one after the other, okay? They have to have good-looking... Like Roman Reigns, you know, Brock Lesnar, huge men, people, Bobby Lashley, you know? There's no woman that looks at these guys and go, oh, you know, you can't have Kevin Owens... As a champion, and like these pasty white little Adam Cole people, vanilla midgets. If you want to be legitimate wrestling, then fine. Let's have legitimate wrestling people that look like they're gonna, you know, do something, or at least have them be hot, please. I don't want ugly people on TV. That's just like there's not ugly people on TV, okay? There's isn't. Well, now there is because you have to have representation, or whatever. But there shouldn't be. Uh, Brie Bella comes in and they're. Uh, Flat-chested Brie Bella. Um, after she had several kids, she said, I don't need to wear these gigantic fake boobs around anymore. She gets the whole crowd to do the Daniel Bryan yes chant. Uh, you know, whatever. She's not She's not an ugly girl by any means. She's fine. You know, I'm thinking this is actually better than the men's Royal Rumble. As bad as this is, because all this whole, the only thing that people care about in the Royal Rumble is the entrances. Like, who's coming next? So they've got, you know, there's too many people that it goes too long. What if you're going to do it, I guess? If you have to have an equal or whatever. Then they did it the right way. They put a lot of, like, throwbacks. Because wrestling is now 100% nostalgia. Because they can't build any, like, real stars or anything. So you just, this is stupid. They're just sitting in the ring. They're pretending to hit each other, pretending to throw each other out, even though nobody's got the strength to throw anybody out, so it's just stupid. They're just sitting there twiddling their thumbs in the fucking ring. So the Mickey James comes in, uh, and they announce her as the Impact World's Champion, and she comes out to her Impact Wrestling theme song. 
so that's interesting. Was her name Mickey James in... I wonder if they should get a different name. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, anyway, Mickey James was famous for being released, and she complained because they put all her shit in a trash bag. Like, in the locker or whatever. What probably happened is, like, they told her to get her shit out, and she didn't. So they just decided to put it in whatever and give it to her. But because she's a woman, she has to complain about everything. So there you go. So her Mickey James is back as her country gimmick that she has in TNA that they rightfully didn't use in WWE because it looks fucking ridiculous. I think Mickey James is married to Nick Aldis. Who, and I think Mickey James might be like involved in NWA as well. So here comes Alicia Fox. Oh, God. Who's just annoying. The tall, like, runway model wannabe crazy black woman. I don't know. She's terrible. And she'll be soon eliminated. So Nikki A.S.H. comes in. She's doing, like, a Molly Holly superhero gimmick. Um, you know. Whatever. It's whatever. It's fine. You know, I, sh- I should have done this while this was on. This is much more enjoyable ripping this to shreds than it was actually watching this in real time. So they bring out Summer Ray. Summer Ray, um, she has red hair for some reason. Maybe that's her natural color. She used to be a blonde. She has really long legs. Um, and uh, that's about it. That's about it for Summer Ray. Her she had a plastic surgery. Her I don't know what the fuck happened uh, to her face. She had a big nose, but she got a nose job, and now everything's fucking out of whack. I think the big nose kind of counteracted her big chin, but she didn't get her chin done. Not that I'm advocating more surgery. She looks like she has a huge fucking forehead too. She looks like a fucking alien, and for some reason they make her put dots on her face, and she screams. This is not good. This is not good for Samare. Uh, she went from like, you know, the women, if you have a big nose or something, or like a, a chin or whatever, just let it happen. Guys don't want perfection. You don't want these women, If you and you're hot. She's hot, right? She's got a great body. Somebody just threw her out. Natalia just threw her out. You got a great body. She's hot. She got a big nose. Well, get, fucking get over it. It's not like the Cosmo Kramer thing, just in the nose job. No. Leave it there. Leave it there. Don't get your face fucking cut up. You look fucking ridiculous. Nobody can tell. Don't do it. Nikki Bella comes in and they pan away from the shot where she rips her shirt off. I don't get it. I don't know what that was about. That's the only reason that people watch Nikki Bella is when she does the reveal of her giant fake tits. She can't fucking wrestle with a shit, you know. But who cares? I don't care about that. Nobody gives a fuck. Nikki Bella. Nikki Bella was basically an underwear model along with her sister. And John Johnny Ace Laurinaitis brought her in. And then she eventually became the champion. And I think she wrestles so poorly and she was so terrible that then they decided we want to have like women who can wrestle or whatever. So they want their women's resolution. Now here comes Sarah Logan plus probably 40 pounds from when we last saw her. Just looks like a fucking hot mess. Uh, she's got like a skirt on for some reason. And she's got like a, what the fuck is this? She's got like a half-shaved head. A toad comes in and botches one of the Bellas. Just 
grabs somebody up and throws her down, lands her on her head. Holy shit. This woman is a fucking mess. So I think she's married to one of the Viking Raider Warrior people or whatever. And she was fr- she was like a tag team with Liv Morgan. Which, you know, who cares? And she's got a big, disgusting arm tattoo as well. And then they just throw her out. Fuck her. She's just a mess. That's enough. That's enough of Sarah Logan. And I must interject again that the Bella Twins have eliminated both Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan. So thank you. Thank you, Bella Twins. So Lita is announced. The entire crowd goes apeshit. Because this is what everybody likes. Lita. She was... This is the perfect women's division when it was Lita and Trish Stratus. They didn't pretend to have all these wrestlers. They had a few wrestlers that were good. And they had matches everybody liked. You know, this was 10 years ago. And they didn't need to shoehorn wrestling into every match. Terrible woman after terrible woman. Lita can actually wrestle very good. So could Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus kind of learned how to wrestle. Lita actually wrestled, I think, in Mexico. So she's almost like a, a guy. She can do all the moves and shit. And she's hot. Lita's very hot. That's The crowd can see that, and the crowd likes that, because that's why everybody cheers her, because she's hot, and it wasn't shoehorned down her fucking, you know, down our throat. And there you go. And they bring in Molly Holly, and the crowd goes nuts again. Not nearly as much as Lita. But this is what the Royal Rumble should be. It should be like bringing back these people. Because the only thing that matters is the entrances. And then Nikki, Nikki A.S.H., the current superhero, beats up the other superheroes. So that's all right. Nikki uh, A.S.H. comes and beats up Molly Holly, I should say. Throws her against the stairs. So, uh, she's a Nikki A.S.H. is a newly minted heel character, as you see. You know, they should just have... They have a women's tag team champion. They should have one women's champion, one women's tag team champion, and just spread those over the two shows. And if they're going to have this 30-woman tag battle royal, it's fine. They'll keep bringing back these old broads from the past. It's fine, but they can't have, like, equal time because they're just not enough of them, and they're just not any good. Okay, as we're coming towards the end of the Women's Royal Rumble, number 29 is Ronda Rousey. So this was leaked out. This is why I hate the dirt sheets, because I read Twitter and I saw that she was coming back. And 28, excuse me, not 29. 28's Ronda Rousey. They should have had her coming at 30, but here she comes in at 28. She's wearing black. She must still need to lose a few pounds. But uh, here she comes in. Ronda Rousey, the crowd goes nuts. Um, so yeah, I mean the crowd is into this thing, amazingly. But it's an attraction. It's not like equal to the men. Sorry, it just isn't. Ronda Rousey still cannot wrestle at all. <laughs> she can't. She can't work at all. So all she does is these fake looking punches. Um, you know, that's it. And like sort of fake MMA stuff, which I'm not sure how do you how do you fake that. But she looks really terrible, and she looks goofy in this the way they do her hair they should have her have long hair and she looks more feminine they've they've like eliminated her femininity here she looks she's got this grumpy face she's got this weird makeup um i don't like her character they should make her look more like a broad 
Rhonda has this goofy outfit. She's got like a, it's all an all black, like I don't know what you call it. She's like, like it covers her whole body, but except her tits. And then she has Baddest written across her tits. Now they bring this broad in called Shotzi, who's, you know, if she lost 15 to 20 pounds, she would be perfect. But she's got a, kind of a big ass now and her big fat tits all over the place. Um, she's got green hair and all kinds of tats, but, you know, she looks kind of sloppy as hell. You know what I mean? Another woman looks like she has a huge body count. Um, the green hair, the tats. Um, not good, not good. So that's, yeah, that's, her name was Shotzi Blackheart on the Indies, and they just took her first name when she came up to the to the main roster or whatever. She looks like she has some moves, like, so she looks like she knows what she's doing, definitely, uh, to some degree to the extent that that matters. But this was like Triple H when he's getting indie wrestlers into NXT. And now I think they're just getting raw materials. They're just getting, you know, track stars. So they want to do like more Bianca Belair type people that are legitimate kind of athletes, but they're still kind of attractive people. Which I disagree with completely. I'd rather go with the Johnny Ace model of underwear models. Um, quite frankly, if we do that. I mean, there's nothing on the indies. Forget it. These indie wrestlers are garbage. Look at AEW. It's complete piss. AEW is indie wrestling. That's all it is. So number 30, we have uh, Shayna Baszler, and the crowd doesn't give a fuck because they've already seen Ronda Rousey. So like, she's sort of going to team up with Ronda Rousey here at the end. It doesn't matter. Shayna Baszler, obviously lesbian. Um, just an ugly woman. Just an ugly, ugly woman. But she's like the badass, you know, so nobody wants to see this. Nobody wants to see wrestling between Shayna Baszler and Tamina, okay? This is what prob this is the deal is, if you want this to be legitimate, whatever, then you're going to have Shayna Baszler versus, oh, she has to pull up her pants, too disgusting. Shayna Baszler and, like, Tamina. Do you want to see that on television? I don't. I'd rather see a, a piece of ass walking around. I'm sorry. Even if they have to have the fake tits, you know, they'll still have all fake tits. It's fine. You know, they threw Ronda Rousey in there, I get it. And Shayna Baszler is actually, you know, she comes from legitimate MMA, even though her record is kind of shitty. She's still pretty good as far as that goes. And she did, she is a better, like, pro wrestler than Ronda Rousey, but Ronda Rousey's only been doing it for, like, literally a year, I think. Or she just basically came right from the from the MMA. They're not going to put Ronda Rousey down in NXT to learn how to take a, an arm drag for th six years, you know. She's got a name, you throw her right in there, which I dig that. That's fine. So I get it. So there you go. That's the Royal Rumble. Ronda Rousey's in here. She's going to clean house. Uh, Lita's still in there. Stupid Natalia's still there. Her Natalia's out finally. She's like, you know, the legitimate one because she's from the Heart Dungeon, but she's still fucking terrible. So anyway, uh, you know, Ronda Rousey wins, and that's it. That's all I'm going to say about this. Okay, so after watching 56, women's of, 56 minutes of women's wrestling, 
Then we get treated to another women's wrestling match. And this is a real clusterfuck. This is uh, the current WWE women's whatever red champion. Um, Becky Lynch, who's like their top star. Versus this thing. Uh, this She-Hulk. Here we go. A big Scottish blimp. Fat bastard. Uh, Mrs. Fat Bastard. They call her Dewdrop. Um, she's, a, she's an SJW. Um, I, I don't know if she's... It's a sexual orientation. It doesn't matter. I don't think anybody would even consider it. I mean, she's just a fucking mess. Just a big fat blob. It's terrible. So then Becky Lynch tries to like handle this walrus. It's just fucking not good. It's just imagine like a woman trying to wrestle a walrus. That's basically what this was. It's just a fucking mess. Becky Lynch, by the way, had a kid. She looks a little bit more feminine. She has total flat man stuff. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But um, she has a pretty enough face, so they put her out front. It's fine, whatever. You know. Um, and I think it's time for someone else to take kind of the spot. She should probably just go have more kids with Seth Rollins and, you know, kind of retire into the sunset because you had a hell of a career. You made it all the way to the WWF and kind of you're on top here for a couple of years. So just go have some kids and, you know, you got enough money. So even though, you know, Jim Cornette said, well, she should stay in the money. She shouldn't get pregnant. They should have it in the contract not, not to get pregnant. Um, so why would you not want to do that? But he's a complete idiot. Um, you know, your your goal in life is to be happy and, you know, live your life, not be a fucking wrestling mark. But Jim Cornette is a mark, so he's stupid. He thinks that, you know, you've got to get in the profession. He's a fucking idiot. He's one of the main... Reasons why I say that we have to start talking about the SQ, the Southern Question. Just realize I'm breathing into the mar into the microphone, so I apologize for that. Dewdrop is a complete mess. She is. I don't know what her weight is, but it's just awful. She's got to be two fifty. She's got to be a good two fifty. Waddles around. Like, why do they have this on here? This is stupid. Why do you employ somebody that's 250 pounds. I, mean, she, I guess she's more safe than that other big fat bitch that they finally got her to hear that, uh, um, that Samoan woman, Nia Jax, who like literally just hurt, went around hurting people because she's so fat she can't control her motions. We're two hours into this pay-per-view, and so far we've got the women's Royal Rumble, one good match, the Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, the women's Royal Rumble, and you're watching Dewdrop and Becky Lynch, which should never have happened. They should just do a separate pay-per-view for the broads when it comes to the Royal Rumble. Just separate it completely. I mean, nobody would go to it, but it's just these matches are so fucking terrible because they can't do anything. You can't, What are you going to do with Dewdrop? This big lap of shit. Or just like to do the women's Royal Rumble on a on a Raw or something. Because it's an hour long. 
it's this is not a pay-per-view worthy match. It's like, oh, you know, this person came back or whatever, but it's just stupid. And you you probably can't do two Royal Rumbles back to back. So you have to put something in between them. But maybe you should have put like that Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns match in between them and and that's it. I guess you gotta put this one in here, but this this is terrible. Maybe this is better if you have a better contender, but this woman is fucking terrible. It's just so fucking bad. I'm trying to like fast forward through it. Like I get what they're trying to do. This is supposed to be like the, the female King Kong Bundy, but it's just it should be out. Hashtag no fat chicks. I'm sorry. This is just this is unfucking watchable. All this fat bitch does is just you know throw her weight on top of Becky Lynch over and over again. And it looks stupid that Becky Lynch keeps kicking out of this. Like, this is all this fat woman has, is just a flop on top of Becky Lynch over and over again. It's just brutal. All right, so that one's over. Becky Lynch finally wins. Who cares? And now they've got, like, the, the second actual match that's decent on this card. It is Bobby Lashley versus uh, Brock Lesnar. Um, so both of these guys are like legitimate uh, athletes, grown ass men, as you call it. Um, some people have wanted to see this for a while. Bobby Lashley was in WWE back when it was semi popular. That he left, got released. I don't know what happened. Whatever. He's back. Been back for a couple of years. I got him with uh, MVP, who's a pretty good manager type character. Bobby Lashley went to fight MMA in Bellator. And I guess he was pretty successful, I don't know. So they bill it kind of that way. There's like a legitimate fighter versus a legitimate fighter, which is kind of weird, though, because everybody knows this is a fake fight. So this is kind of the problem with pro wrestling now, that everybody knows it's not real. And everybody knows this is not going to be a real fight, so they just want to see how they can best simulate a real fight or something. I don't know. And again, it's, you know, all you can do is just say this is for children. So, Lesnar's now got a beard and like he grew his hair out on top, so he looks like a, more of a character, I guess. He's probably done with done with uh, MMA fighting now. He got popped for some. I think he got popped for steroids the last time he fought. But he did beat the hell out of somebody who was pretty good. So I kind of hope he's done with the MMA things. He could have been like a... He could have been much bigger in MMA than he was if he wouldn't have had that diverticulitis bout. And I think that probably affected him when he tried out for the Vikings as well. If He, he could have stayed with the Vikings, I think. They wanted him to stay there. He probably could have made the team that was... Like Mike Tice was the coach. They said, they said he had just... If that much physical athletic ability, they could have done something with it. But they made him a defensive tackle instead of a pass rusher, which they should have made him a defensive end. A massive pass rusher, but he, he didn't know any of the techniques. So that would have been cool if Lesnar would have made it with the Vikings too. Well, I'm a huge mark of Lesnar, obviously. And Lashley's a real dude too. You know, he's been squeaky clean his whole life. So, you know, he's, he's another legitimate guy. So, but it's really weird. They they build this up as this fight versus fight, and then what happens is like, um, uh, Roman Reigns comes in and he interferes in the middle of the match, and I don't you know. And then so, 
Roman Reigns comes in and the ref is down. Uh, Roman Reigns hits, grabs the belt from Heyman. Heyman betrays Lesnar. He takes the belt and whops uh, Lesnar over the head. Then another replacement ref comes in. One, two, three. Feeling is done. So, you know, in that sense, you're a little bit gypped out of the fight between who's better versus who's better. But they kind of keep the storyline going. Similar to Reigns and uh, Seth Rollins. The story's not over. This is the Royal Rumble. It's not kind of the the pinnacle of how the, uh, the story goes. That's supposed to be WrestleMania. So basically, uh, you know, I would assume that, well, we'll see what happens later in the match. But, you know, you know so this will be completed another time. I will say about this, it is kind of stupid that they always run out a new ref there, and they never happen to see the illegal maneuver that the other guy does. Um, it's it's sort of kitschy, though. I guess that's the whole point of this, is to, uh, you know, the unexpected is not like a real fight. So anyway, that's it. Lashley is your new WWE champion. Paul Heyman has betrayed uh, Brock Lesnar. Lesnar sells like a like a... Champ, he acts like he's been hit with a shotgun because of the belt. And uh, so Lashley and Lesnar is postponed to be continued at a later date. And it is now Roman Reigns versus the Royal Rumble winner. Which, as we know, is going to be Brock Lesnar. As we know now, I should say, after the fact. So this kind of like, as soon as this happened, I thought, oh, well, okay, now Lesnar's going to enter the Rumble, and he's going to come in at number 30, and he's going to win. So they kind of, they kind of like, uh, oh, so that's going to happen. It's kind of obvious that that's what they're going to do here. So they did, but I guess it's it's all right. Um, Heyman has now betrayed Brock Lesnar. And there you go. Oh, God, I forgot about this match. I thought we were going right to the Royal Rumble. But now, after the Lesnar-Lashley match, we've got this complete waste of fucking time. The Miz, the most unappealable, unappealing wrestler that there is, quote-unquote wrestler, reality TV star from Mike Mizanin from the real world. And somehow he managed to bag Maurice as this one of John Laurinaitis' underwear models. And uh, so they have a reality show, and who cares? So it's Mike, the Miz, the most unlikable wrestler ever, responsible probably for a large part of the downfall of the wrestling audience, versus old man, old man Edge and his woman, who is the Glamazon Beth Phoenix, um, who's just, let's just say she's, you know, an acquired taste. So there you go. Um, who cares? Uh, this is a terrible match. Completely boring. I'm trying to fast forward through it as we speak. Um, I, uh, it's just, who wants to see this? This is for, who is this for? Who, who asked for this? They brought back Edge for this. 
This is like a filler match. <clears throat> Excuse me, a filler match. There's no need for filler matches. Intergender matches are just dumb. Uh, Maurice is just a piece of ass, and that's it. That's all she is. And the Glamazon's like a legitimate, quote-unquote, professional wrestler. Female professional wrestler. So nobody, nobody cares. Um, this is boring. This is awful. And... I think the, what uh, Edge and everybody, I mean, you didn't even know who's going to win. You know, Miz isn't going to win unless they cheat, I guess. But Edge and the Glamazon Beth Phoenix win. Terrible waste of time. Like, so much in the entrances now, and Edge doesn't even get a pop. It's not even, you know, people in the front are yelling, but like, it wasn't like the other guys. You know, he still gets some. Because he's just he's been back a year, but now they just ruined him with this shit. They've completely ruined Edge. Um, he, he came back from a neck injury for this. Terrible. The guy's forty two years old. He doesn't have much left. You know. Put him in a higher position. Don't waste his fucking time with this shit. What's gross too is like how far Edge has fallen. He just took a Hurricane Rama, like a totally. He just stared right at her. He doesn't move. He took a Hurricane Rama from Maurice. That's how far this guy's fallen. You know, he was in like a blood and guts battle with Seth Rollins a little while ago. And now he's in a mixed tag with fucking The Miz and Maurice. And he's got to take a fucking Hurricane Rama from Maurice. He just stares at her. She takes forever to get it done because she sucks, right? She executed it well. Luckily, she didn't kill him, break his neck again. Why the fuck would you agree to do this if you're... You're Adam Copeland, and you know you've been out of wrestling for ten years, and you only got so many paydays left. We're gonna let this fucking broad, who doesn't wrestle at all, put you in the Hurricane Rama, and then go. I guess the only thing he does though is just fucking do a front front flip. He doesn't really do anything taking that move, but pretty sad. Pretty sad that he that this is how what they're doing to fucking Edge. You know, the guy was at the top of his game. This is the guy with the live sex scene with Lita. World famous live sex scene, and now he's, you know, he comes back as a hard ass, and and he's got this fucking bathroom break match. What a fucking joke! Um, I'd be pissed. I hope he got paid well, though, at least. But if this was it for him, if this was the retirement match, okay. Now this is like, well, I just wanted to wrestle with my wife. But I don't really want to see that. I don't really give a shit if you want to wrestle with your wife. This is fucking terrible and boring, and we're not in the business of, you know. I want to do this with my, you know, you're a fucking mark if that's the case. You're supposed to be a, a international superstar. You're not supposed to be a mark who says, I want to wrestle with my wife. So the next wrestling match before the WrestleMania is going to be the Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia. You know, a lot of the marks are pissed off because they're going to Saudi Arabia. Like, you know what, uh... Talk about human rights violations or whatever, you know. Yeah, okay. But the the grunts, the fans, the people that watch wrestling are the ones that are getting the match. It's not like, like they're doing it for the prince or whatever. So, you know, I think that's kind of stupid. The U.S., the United States has done a lot of bad shit in the last 20 years, if you haven't fucking noticed. You know, um, they've allied, we've allied ourselves with Saudi Arabia, so... I think it's pretty stupid to try to make a political statement out of not going to Saudi Arabia. You know, 
So I say if they want to do it in Saudi Arabia, so what? Give those fans their their shit. Let them see a wrestling match too. They have to live in Saudi Arabia, you know. I got a friend of mine that's worked in Saudi Arabia for like ten years. Um, so in expat, I see you know it. It's just stupid liberal bullshit. If you're gonna pick and choose where you want to be, you know, you want to be offended because they allegedly killed a journalist or whatever. You know, like the United States government hasn't fucking done horrible things in the last 20 years. Fucking shut up. We start the Men's Royal Rumble. This is a disaster, basically. Um, no, Nobody after nobody come rolling in. Like I said, the Royal Rumble is supposed to be about, you know, the entrances. Like, oh, well, this guy comes out, this guy comes out. But for the last couple of years, this has been a, a terrible reminder that the WWE roster is complete shit. It's complete garbage. And then so they start off with uh, AJ Styles, who was 40-some years old. Indie wrestler, is his gimmick, I guess, is that he's an indie wrestler. I don't know. You know, he's he's fine. He does all the nice moves, and people seem to like him. He gets kind of over, so. You know, all right. Fine. Like AJ Styles is not the problem with uh, professional wrestling now. I don't think. I don't think it's it's him. Like if they had twenty, if they had all AJ Styles, then that's a problem. But if they have once in a while one of these guys that are that are this, you know, he seems to be an upstanding human, an individual anyway. And like I said, the kids like him. He does the moves. They're, they always have that guy. Right, they always have that guy that does the moves. The problem is, is they have all guys like that that do the moves and shit. And there's many other problems with wrestling, and as we will see throughout this match, the problems will be identified. The number two guy is Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, this is guy's gimmick is that he's a Japanese wrestler. Um, when people when they brought him in, people thought, oh, now this guy's got some charisma and. Okay, maybe he does. He he flips around. He looks like he wants to be like a Michael Jackson, and he's got this goofy theme song. But um, other than that, he does like his little kicks, and he's you know he's supposed to be this legitimate type fighter guy. It's just not working because he can't speak English. Quite frankly, Vince Russo was right. These guys don't really get over because he can't talk, and talking is kind of the main thing with this depending on your philosophy of wrestling. If your philosophy of wrestling is that, you know, all these guys have to do is, like, cool moves, then, you know, this probably is one of your favorite wrestlers. But if you're a fan of, like, I, I understand that this is fake, and uh, I would like to have something that's a little bit more interesting than somebody doing fake kicks for 15 to 20 minutes, then you need to be a little, you need to get a little bit more than Shinsuke Nakamura. So they could just release him tomorrow and I wouldn't give a shit. And then they bring in this jabroni called Austin Theory who looks like he's doing the um, the uh, selfie gimmick that that one little dork did from NXT. Tyler Breeze, I think. He's doing the Tyler Breeze selfie gimmick. For some reason, he's talking to uh, Vince McMahon on a weekly basis on Raw. Um, it's very weird homoerotic conversations that they're having. 
So this is Austin Theory, who's supposed to be kind of... He's another vanilla midget. I mean, he looks he looks like he goes to the gym, at least, sort of. But he's kind of a mini-man, you know. He's a manlet. He's maybe 5'10", I would say. Nakamura is like six foot one, I think. So Nakamura kind of... But he's just like a skinny, fat guy. So he kind of towers above Austin Theory. And he certainly towers above AJ Styles. But Austin Theory, I don't think he's even a move guy. He's just like a... I don't know what the fuck he is. He's uh, he's useless. You know, in the future run rumbles, they need to speed up the in between time because, like, no, the only thing that people give a shit about is the fucking entrances. And here it starts to go immediately downhill. So now you look like you're obviously you're just filling slots. You have Robert Roode at number four. So Robert Roode, um, Bobby Roode. You know, he screams TNA. He's just TNA filler guy that they brought in. I don't know why they brought him in. Just maybe they'd think about and have him be around. And maybe for this, for spots like this, just to throw in spots of the rumble. I mean, I'd rather have the Iron Sheik come in and just get fucking... Or Nikolai Volkov or somebody like that, some old fart, come in here and immediately get thrown out. Because it's all it is is a fucking entrance. You know that Robert Roode isn't winning this thing. Do you think that like, anybody gives a shit about Bobby Roode? The, the fans are chanting TNA as he and uh, AJ Styles go head-to-head. So Robert Roode is part of a tag team with Dolph Ziggler. Guys have been in wrestling for 55 years. He has no gimmick. He wasn't beer money. That was a sort of a gimmick. And now he's the Dirty Dogs with uh, a stupid generic name with, for stupid generic wrestlers. With him and, uh, and immediately Robert Roode is gone. So what was the point of that? What the fuck is the point? I couldn't even begin... I couldn't even finish describing how shitty Robert Root is before they fucking kick him out. So what was the point of having him in the Royal Rumble? That's number four. Jeepers Christ. You know, what the fuck is this? So start the fucking clock now. I don't need to have, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura do his little moves on this little dork. He does great moves. That's That's his gimmick. He does great moves. This little... Austin Theory, homo. This is already going way too long, this little review thing, but, you know, it's, hopefully you find some, some humor in it. The next, the next thing they bring out is somebody called Ridge Holland, who was like the protege of Seamus. That's like being the protege of, you know, your, your, your secretary at work. You're the protege of the most boring, vanilla, just over, just done. Just we don't need to see Sheamus anymore. Sheamus is dull, and for some reason he's got this like head. He's got this like mask on, not a mask, but like a thing that you protect your nose when you broke your nose. I think that's part of his gimmick. I mean, he looks good. He looks like he's a wrestler, but give him a fucking gimmick. Well, what the hell is this? I mean, he's he's an Irishman. He's an Irish fighter. That's, this isn't 1982 anymore, Vince. You can't just have people be ethnic as your gimmick. You need to do something. It's, it's just, this is the problem. This, this Ridge Holland, now this is the problem. You can't have this guy be absolutely bland as fuck and have nothing else. And again, uh... I have so much to say about Ridge Holland and how fucking worthless he is that we've already run into the next guy. And this name is Montez Ford. Now, here we go. 
Montez Ford is part of the Street Profits, who was an obvious crime time ripoff. Why the fuck do we need Montez Ford in here? A complete waste. You know that this guy's never going to win. His gimmick is that he's, he likes to go to house parties. Like, they can't think of anything else for the black wrestler other than, I like to party, and I'm ethnic. So it's just, it's sad for them. It's sad for everybody watching. It's like, you know, Bobby Lashley doesn't have an ethnic gimmick. He's this big black dude who kicks people's ass, you know? Even like, he's even like Ricochet that has a regular, like, I mean, he has the high flyer gimmick, but he's just black. He doesn't have a gimmick. He sucks. But he does the high flyer thing. That's the thing. It's like they have so many little AJ Styles and Ricochet guys. And Montez Ford is another one of them. He's another guy who does a lot of flips, but he's a black guy. So he's, oh, he's the ethnic gimmick. Mean, he's the black guy who likes to go to house parties and make funny little, you know, he's entertaining enough, but it's a little bit minstrel showish. You know, he's like, he's shucking and jiving. And it's, I hate to say that, but it's just like, you know, the ethnic gimmick. It's like Vince again in 1982. Here's the black guy. He has to do the African-American lie. He likes rap and shit. And it's boring as fuck. It's just, you know, here we go again. And then again, here comes another. There's supposed to be two minutes in between these guys. And oh my God, Damien Priest. Holy shit. You talk about a waste. You talk about just a fucking goon. This guy is like six foot five. You know, he's got tattoos. He's got an okay look. But he's just... It just It's like he's trying. His gimmick now... Damien Priest's gimmick was that really he, he likes to go to clubs and do drugs all night. That's his gimmick. Like, oh, he really likes the nightlife in New York City. He's from New York, he's part Puerto Rican, he's mystery meat, and he likes to do cocaine. Now that's his fucking gimmick. And he tries to do like, he's one of these big guys who likes to do the moves. You know, so he's a big, tall, skinny, fat fucker. And nobody likes him, and he's just not popular because it's just, he aligned himself with a bad bunny. Like, you know. So I guess, they don't give him a, a basic ethnic character, but he's just, He's just awful. It's brutal. There's nothing there. You can't have a gimmick that, that you snort cocaine. That's not a gimmick. You know? He likes to party. Well, well, no shit. Scott Hall liked to party. He was fucking Razor Ramon. You know, come on. I should have done like a watch-along for this Rumble thing. I, could, I should have split it out and did just like a watch-along. And like, here's all the stupid jokes that I make. So then here comes Sami Zayn. Holy shit, you talk about the problem. Sami Zayn, poster child for the problem with wrestling now. And he's actually, holy shit, he, he looks like he hasn't lifted a weight in his life. You know, he comes in with, you know, at least they, they, when he came in, he was worse because he was like a baby face. But Sami Zayn actually came in and hurt himself wrestling with John Cena because he was like so pumped up and fired up. He was throwing his arms around and he, he fucking tore his arm out of his socket. He's in such terrible shape that he hurt himself celebrating just by being on television. This is pathetic. This is your typical indie wrestler. So this was when Triple H brought in all these fucking Mark indie wrestlers instead of like developing a wrestler. Now, I don't know how they used to do it years ago. You know, this is when they had the territories years ago. You'd have a guy and he'd come in and he'd be, you'd have to actually be a tough guy to be in the wrestling business. 
Now they let anybody in the wrestling business, so they just Triple H just brings these guys who are over with these marks, and now you've got Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, he's like five foot eleven, no muscle tone, and he does a bunch of flips. And his gimmick is what? At least he's trying to have a gimmick, though. His gimmick is that he's a communist, I think, or he's some conspiracy theorist or some lunatic. And now you bring in Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville shows up with Wee Man and then two other scrubs that I don't recognize from Jackass. Um, so Johnny Knoxville's in the Royal Rumble. And he does... He's got a retard helmet on. Um, he's got goggles for some reason. He's completely covered. Johnny Knoxville, he takes down Sami Zayn. I guess he's got a rival with Sami Zayn or something. I don't know, I haven't watched the, sh the show recently. So anyway, here we go. <laughs> Johnny Knoxville does an elbow drop. It looks like it hurts, for real. Johnny Knoxville points to the fucking WrestleMania sign. I'll do this play-by-play -play because this is only one of the more entertaining parts of the, of the thing. So give me Johnny Knoxville rather than fucking some of the other losers that they bring in here. Fuck it. Johnny Knoxville basically no-sells AJ Styles' little gay offense. And then he just knocks him down. That was hilarious. Now Montez Ford is going to do his one spot before he gets kicked out. Why the fuck is this guy in here? So Sami Zayn eliminates Johnny Knoxville, only Sami Zayn isn't strong enough to throw Johnny Knoxville over, so he just throws him on top. Uh, the other Street Profit guy comes in and nobody cares. Yeah, the other Street Profit guy comes in, nobody cares, and then Omos comes in. Omos is this big seven-foot four black dude who was teamed with AJ Styles. And uh, so he comes in and they do this thing where they they all kind of team up on him and, and throw him out like they did to the big show years ago. So once again, you know, they can't think of anything new, so they just go back to this old uh, trope, but whatever. I mean, at least almost is a, an attraction, like he's this big, huge dude. He's not like these vanilla midgets who come in and do, like, flips and shit. The only thing almost he hasn't eliminated the street profits. Street profits. Oh, he did eliminate the street profits. Thank you. Thank you, almost. Why are they even in here? And your name is the street profits. What does that mean? You're, you're, you're hustling. You're like, what? You do, you, you do drugs? You sell drugs? Is that the street profits? Is that your, is that your stereotypical borderline racist thing? I mean... It's terrible, right? He did eliminate the street profits, so we thank almost for that. If they would just fire the street profits, that would be much better. Oh, I think I, I think I kind of screwed up my description. Uh, so Sami Zayn doesn't have the strength to throw anybody out, so he had this other goon, this Ridge guy. He had him f strangely set him up on the top. He set up Johnny Knoxville on the top, and then Sami Zayn gave him the haluva kick thing and kick him out. So it was just like the women's... Royal Rumble. It was a women's type elimination. And then here comes Ricochet, who is most famous for having a finger up his asshole on television. Or not on television, on, on video, on the internet. Ricochet, I will say this at least, he's a, he's a black guy, but he doesn't have a, a stereotypical gimmick. He's just one of these guys, he flips around. He's very good at it. He's very good at the flipping around, but, you know, we don't need 17 guys who can flip around. You've got one or two guys, and that should be about it. You know, he's not ever going to win anything. He's not going to win the Royal Rumble. He's like Austin Theory. He's another midget. He's not going to win the Royal Rumble. Why is he here? 
they look like ants compared to this Omos guy. They look like ants compared to like regular sized wrestlers. So why is he? Why does he even exist? Just fire him so he can go to All Elite Wrestling so they can have more midgets and they have their people mark out and pretend to care about these wrestlers who suck. Once again, his, his character is that he's a, a flippy-doo wrestler from Indies. He's wrestled all over the world. Again, this is one of those guys Triple H brought in when he was running NXT. When everybody said, oh, I can't wait till Triple H runs. You know, I can't wait till Vince McMahon retires or dies so Triple H can run everything. Well, really, is that what you want? You want indie wrestling? You see what happens when, when that. You've got AEW. That's what would happen if Triple H would run everything. You'd have these indie midget wrestlers everywhere. And it would, and it's fucking terrible. Every match is 25 minutes of no selling and flipping and kicking out. Little dudes flipping and kicking out. That's all it is. Little white dudes kicking out. That's AEW wrestling. So now Chad Gable comes in. I think this guy actually was a was a legitimate wrestler, and they and they they got him right after he was in uh, college or whatever. So they kind of trained him to be a, a a WWE guy. That's probably why he's still here. So he isn't an indie mark. I, I don't know. I, I could be wrong. Because he does look like he does a lot of the indie things. But he does look the chain wrestling thing. They don't have a lot of the guys do the chain wrestling thing anymore. That was kind of interesting. The Billy Robinson type stuff. The Fit Finley. The uh, no, the Lord Stephen Regal. Or the William Regal. So almost knocks out Damian Priest. Which is nice. We appreciate that. And now all of them are piling up against almost. I said this before, that they all, every single one in the ring piles up against almost and get him. And here comes Dominic Mysterio, who's only in here because he's his dad. He was Eddie's son, actually, but his dad is, uh, remember, Eddie's son was his gimmick. Eddie Guerrero's kid, is, his gimmick is that he's Rey Mysterio's son, and that's it. And that's all. So Dominic Mysterio is has zero muscle tone. They have him wear a T-shirt. Because he has zero muscle tone. He's bigger than Rey Mysterio, which would lead you to think that he actually could do something, but no. He's got zero muscle tone. And uh, he's just Eddie's son and Rey's son or whatever. Uh, and it was fucking boring. Oh, he's got no personality, just zero. And then here we go. That's it. Now the match is really settled into just being shit. I don't know why they just don't go countdown after countdown. They let them wrestle for like 30 seconds in between. It's just, it's stupid. Everybody's just pretending to put people in holds and throw them over. And it's just terribly booked. I think they really miss Pat Patterson because this is just, this is just brutal. And here comes the problem, Happy Corbin. If I want to point to one guy and say this is the problem with professional wrestling, this is the second guy, him and Sami Zayn. So you have the problem of the indie midgets taking over professional wrestling, and now you have the problem of Happy Corbin. So Happy Corbin is a guy who's like six foot nine. He was a professional football player, which all that is good. You know, he looks like he doesn't look like a wrestler though. He's skinny fat. He was a guy who was offensive lineman, which means he was a big fat dude who probably was on steroids. And now he's no longer on steroids, so he he's got a terrible hairline so he has to shave his head his name is happy corbin um you know he's a heel but he's he's just got go away heat he doesn't he's not like a nasty heel he's not like a million dollar man 
you know, there's no problem with doing like characters, but make them be characters, make them do asshole things. This is just a children's wrestling show, and they're trying to mold this guy into a children's heel. He like, you know, he's just fucking boring. Baron Corbin, Happy Corbin, and they keep him around because he's their guy. That's the problem with molding these guys. They they never go away because they feel like they have to keep them in here. And then here comes Dolph Ziggler. Holy shit! And now and again, this guy's been around for fucking. 15 years. He was around in the Attitude Area, I think. Um, he's got to be around more than 15 years. Dolph Ziggler, he was in... He was in that fucking group that Shane McMahon started. The, um, the, cheer, the male cheerleaders. And he's been a bum ever since. You know, he's a complete bum. Uh, he sucks. He's never been... I was like, oh, well, maybe they should put Dolph Ziggler in the title. And thankfully, they never did. They've never, did, never given this guy anything. He's always been a mid-carder, a mid-card jobber, like part-time tag team champion. Just like, I guess you keep him around because he can wrestle, but, you know, just a bum, just a real poor man's, like, I don't know. I can't even want to say that. It's like I was going to compare him to Shawn Michaels, but he's only because he does his move set. He just does Shawn Michaels' move set. What's his gimmick? What's his gimmick? He's a he's an asshole, I guess, but he doesn't really do anything. He was the male cheerleader at one point. And there goes Austin Theory. There goes Shane McMahon's uh, homosexual love partner, and, and they're done. He was taken out by AJ Styles. You know, this is just terrible. Look at the trash we have in the ring now. It's just garbage. You know, Dolph fucking Ziggler. Why Why bother with Dolph Ziggler? And then here comes Sheamus. He's another guy. Sheamus has been around for fucking a decade. Just this pasty white. I am Irish. I'm a, here is my gimmick. I'm going to fight. Here's my Irish gimmick. And it's bad enough that you've got one of me. Now you're giving me a, a protege. And as soon as Sheamus comes up, they eliminate his protege. This is brutal, man. Why would you give Sheamus a protege? They got to do something like, uh, well, they, they try to do like an invasion with NXT, but all of these guys fucking suck. And they've been firing a lot of them. I think was, that's just kind of what wrestling does. They, evidently, they, but they're not firing enough of them because these guys have been around forever. I think they just have too many guys. They should just go to one show. Forget the brand split in two shows. None of these guys are fucking interesting at all. I was everybody was sick of Sheamus five years ago. What what are you gonna do with I mean he looks again, he looks like a wrestler, he looks like he can kick somebody's ass and and maybe that's why you keep him around because you have so few of these guys. But otherwise it's him and like happy Corbin too, I guess. Maybe that's why you keep him around, because you only have so many of these dudes. And you can't put all these midgets in here. That's all you have. And what the fuck is this? What the fuck is Rick Boogs? Rick Boogs comes in. He looks like a a fucking J-bro. He looks like a guy cosplaying as a wrestler, but he's like... He's got like this... What does he do? Like a strongman gimmick? He's like a 1950s strongman gimmick, but he's a comedy character. Another fucking... Goofball comedy character. He's got the porn star mustache. 
I don't know who he does a power bomb, but he can't can't like do it. He's not like strong. He looks big, but he's not strong. Rick fucking Boogs, piss off. Do you think Rick Boogs is gonna win the Royal Rumble? Another goofball comedy character. We're about to see Madcap Moss. You've got Rick Boogs, Madcap Moss, Baron Corbin, uh, Sheamus, Dirk Diggler. I mean, uh, Dolph Ziggler. So, like, Rick Boogs is trying to do, like, the Steiner Brothers thing where he pushes somebody over his head, but he's too, he can't do it. He, like, almost falls. So he throws Chad Gable over the top. He tries to do this drama, but he can't do it. This is pissed. Look at the people in the ring. They're just, there's nothing but garbage. They work two-thirds of the way through, and there's nobody in this ring that's worth a shit. Besides, I guess, AJ Styles, which is why you keep him around. Compared to the rest of these guys, AJ Styles is a fucking superstar. And here comes Madcap Moss. Like, holy shit, they're at 19. They're two-thirds of the way through. They've got nobody in the ring that's, that's over at all. All of these guys are just bums or has-beens or never-beens. Madcap Moss, the guy comes in with no shirt and suspenders. What the fuck is going on? Dolph Ziggler, Madcap Moss, AJ Styles, Sheamus. That's who's in the fucking ring. And Rick fucking Boogs. Rick Boogs again trying to do the strongman thing with uh, with uh, Dolph Ziggler, but he fucking can't do it. He keeps fucking, he can't do it. He's trying to do the press of, of Dolph Ziggler, but he can't do it. And he fucking drops him. He drops him because Rick Boogs is a fucking failure. Look at this fucking guy with his Harry Reams mustache. Jesus Christ. They're like, oh, let's, let's, let's do Harry Reams, but uh, let's make him a strong man. The guy's name is, the other guy's name is Madcap Moss. Why are you in the Royal Rumble? You're not going to win. You're just like a henchman. You're a henchman of fucking Baron Corbin. Now they threw AJ Styles out, so there's nobody in the ring that is going to win. There's nobody in the ring that anybody thinks is going to win the Royal Rumble at all. And they've got 20 guys out here. The original plan here was just to say something quick about each of these wrestlers, but they're so fucking terrible that I have to fucking keep going. So I apologize, this is going to be long, but hopefully you find it entertaining. So now here comes fucking Riddle. Riddle uh, is a pothead who likes to talk shit like he's going to take out Goldberg and, and Lesnar. Riddle did so much pot that he got kicked out of the UFC. And Dana White just like made fun of him for this. Then he tries to say, oh, oh, maybe I've got an addiction problem. Maybe they should have given me help. No, idiot, you're a pothead. You know you're a pothead. You wouldn't stop smoking weed. Who? I thought marijuana wasn't addictive, by the way. Well, that's what I keep hearing from all these people, that marijuana isn't addictive. But this bonehead riddle smoked so much weed that he got kicked out of the UFC. The guy had a pretty decent record. So then here comes McIntyre. Mac Drew, Drew McIntyre. I'm Scottish and it's not Scottish, it's crap. But he didn't bring me sword. Okay, so there's now one guy in the Royal Rumble that you think maybe could win it all. This is Drew McIntyre. I guess I, Riddle may be considered to be a guy that could that could potentially win this thing because he's sort of over with uh, Randy Orton. 
and he is sort of a character. He's doing he's doing the uh, Spicoli character from uh, you know Fast Time at Ridgemont High, but I, I can't stand the fucking guy. He looks disgusting. He's got bare feet. He thinks he's he thinks he's Kevin Von Erich. I mean that's that's part of like I'm a UFC fighter gimmick. He's a badass UFC fighter, but he comes down on a on a fucking skateboard, and he does weed jokes all day long. That, that's just great. Uh, great job here, WWE. Now, thankfully, McIntyre's cleaning house. He got rid of both Madcap Moss and, and Happy Corbin. So I guess that's, I guess you know, instead of like having characters you actually want to see, they just did the story thing where here comes these two guys I don't like, and then here comes a guy you do like, and he just destroys them. So, I mean, I'd rather have the former because nobody cares about the stupid wrestling within the Royal Rumble. It's just give me the give me the guys I want to see. I don't give a shit about, you know, heels and faces and shit on this part. That's what they do on, you know, the television program. You don't have to do that on the pay-per-view. These pay-per-views, ever since they've gone to Peacock, or, they almost seem like they're just the same thing as the Raw show. It seems to be. Now we have Kevin Owens, who once again, you want to point to one of the guys who's the problem. This guy's been wrestling on the independent circuit for fucking 20 years, and he still has got a t-shirt on. He's got a t-shirt, he's covered head to toe, besides his goofy arms and his goofy arm tattoos. But oh, he's a tough guy. I'm a tough guy, I'm a Canadian there. You know, I'm a Canadian, yo, eh. I'm a tough guy Canadian, but I have to wear a t-shirt because I won't, I refuse to go to the gym. And I'd rather eat a cheeseburger. And I have to do a pop-up power bomb. I can't do a regular power bomb because I'm weak. So I have to do what's called a pop-up power bomb. It means you have to jump in the air for me, and then I throw you down because he's such he's such a wimp. Well, he's a tough guy, though. He's got zero fucking muscle tone at all. I mean, you can be big, burly guys that are tough. That was like the, the like Dick the Bruiser, but you never saw Dick the Bruiser... You know, wear a T-shirt. Like Harley Race is not like Harley Race was a svelte, but none of these guys came out in T-shirts like Kevin Owens does. So they have Rey Mysterio comes out. Rey Mysterio's been around for a hundred years. One of the only legitimate people in this match. Um, they have uh, one of the New Day come out. And nobody cares. Kofi Kingston comes out. He does the same thing every year. He does the same deal where he tries to jump outside and his feet don't touch the ground, but he's so old now that he screws that up. But nobody cares. Nobody wants to see that for the 10th year in a row. So Kofi Kingston completely com- comes out and is done right away. Now they have this fat guy, Otis, who was used to be cool. They had him in the Caterpillar thing, but of course they took away his, they shaved his hair, took away his coolness, and now he's just a, you know, fat little guy. He's supposed to be a heel. It's dumb. They screwed him, they screwed him up. They took away his move. They took away his caterpillar move, too. So now he's just a fat guy. But he does have muscle tone, unlike Kevin Owens, so he doesn't have to wrestle in a T-shirt. Uh, nearing towards the end, finally, number 26 is Big E. There's really nothing else to say about this. I guess this is a guy who could potentially win, so that's a good thing. But it's a guy who's just been champion. I know he's probably not going to win, but whatever. And at 27, they bring in Bad Bunny. So you want to talk about... Just stupidity. They already had Johnny Knoxville in here, so they bring in Bad Bunny. What? What are they? Are they going to bring in like? Uh, are they going to bring in Drake? Who are they going to bring in here? They're just bringing in scrubs, like, you know, people that are, you know, C-list 
recording artists. Are they going to bring in Dr. Dre to do a spot? So they bring this guy in and he can do a few flips. Just because a guy comes in and he can do a few flips, they had him at last year's WrestleMania, he doesn't have to show up every year. They don't have to do this. So he does a Canadian destroyer on Riddle, which is basically Riddle doing everything. So they have this scrub with a fucking bull ring through his nose. He looks like a fucking idiot. And why is this guy in the Royal Rumble? The one guy that's uh, sort of a throwback, but not really a Shane McMahon comes in. But Shane McMahon's in WrestleMania every year, so he just came back a little earlier. So we like to see Shane McMahon um, back in here, but just that was there was no other guys that came in that were throwbacks. Twenty nine is this twenty nine? Twenty nine. Randy Orton comes in, and the crowd does cheer. I think they want him to win because he's he's wrestling with Riddle now, so the crowd does like this. 29, Randy Orton, fine. Orton's also getting a big pop because this is his hometown. I just didn't realize that. This is St. Louis, so this is Orton's hometown. So he and Riddle are cleaning house. They got one guy left, and it's going to be Lesnar. Lesnar's the last guy to come in. He comes into a big pop here. Uh, it was sort of expected, I guess, I would think, after he lost the thing, but Brock Lesnar comes in at 30. And then he's just going to kick everybody's ass and win. That's about it. So that's the end of the Royal Rumble. This has been an hour and 20 minutes. I did not intend this for the, to intend for this to be that long. But, you know, I had a lot to say about these scrubs. And how bad these things are. There's like five people that are good in the company and the rest of them suck. That's it. You fucking people.